welcome to the Grit, Grace, and Mindfulness podcast. Y'all know about grit and grace, but what about this thing called mindfulness, and how does it transfer to wellness, health, and spirituality? I'm your host and life coach, Rachel Arnold, and here on this podcast, you can be part of discussions that include laughter, tears, challenges, and hope. They all guide us to greater mindfulness by sharing your story. Let's begin. Hello, hello, all. I am very excited to be back. Hopefully you all had a fantastic holiday season. I want to talk food, 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 specifically one particular vegetable, and that is going to be bok choy. Regarding bok choy, it is just an amazing nutritional food. One of the reasons why it's so important for myself is because that is how I help control my nosebleeds. So I... I have noticed that as soon as I begin to minimize or decrease my servings of bok choy, and when I say decrease my servings, I mean less than two per week. When I'm having three, four, five servings a week, and this is just a small amount. Think about a serving. A serving is actually just a small portion of a vegetable. It's not this massive amount plateful. I have noticed when I ha- don't have the proper servings per week, That's when my platelets drop. That's when my vitamin K levels drop because bok choy is loaded with vitamin K. My nosebleeds begin. So for the past year and a half, I have not had nosebleeds due to the CLL. And then when I moved in October, the first weekend, well, of course, we all know that a move takes more than just one weekend. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's definitely more than just a, a, a day. Now with the tur- with church group, it was absolutely fantastic because they were amazing in helping get everything over in one day from the other house. But after that, you know how it is. You have boxes to unpack, you're out of your normal routine and so on. Well, I ended up getting out of my ro- normal routine with the way that I prepare and cook my foods. How did that end up? It ended up with my having nosebleeds being more tired, things like that. And we all have those things we know by the way that we feel when we're not eating the way that we should be, when we're not exercising the way that we should be. If we're used to walking and all of a sudden we stop walking, just those subtle differences in the way that we do things, if it's assisting us, we can tell. Bok choy in particular is one of those foods that I really do need to have on a regular basis. And as I said, that helps to minimize my nosebleeds. Actually, not just minimize, they just completely stop. So for a year and a half, I didn't have any nosebleeds. It was at least a year and a half, maybe a little bit longer, but I would say at least a year and a half. Well, then during the month of November, due to my being out of my normal routine with food prep, the nosebleed started again. So needless to say, during the month of December, by the middle of December, I was back to the grocery store purchasing the bok choy that I needed. And bok choy, by the way, what that is, that is just cabbage. There, It's part of the cabbage family and it's a white cabbage. And then it has some green leaves with it. And you can use all of it. My daughter, Ava, loves to just snack on this. So I wash it and then I just slice it. The stalk of it, the heartier stalk of it, 
I actually slice, uh, let's say, as if you were going to have carrot sticks, and you purchase carrots, and you slice them up, chop them into small pieces. Uh, that's the same thing that I do with the bok choy. And Ava loves to put those in the little snack baggies. And she actually takes those to school as part of her lunch. And <laughs> it's also pretty funny because Ava, bless her heart, she actually calls it bok chow. <laughs> and I, I'd really try to tell her. And well, I do tell her she just that that's one of our things. We just have uh, some funny sayings around the house with different foods. And bok choy, bok chow, happens to be one of them. So hopefully you're smiling. With this, I am actually going to add a link into the podcast. And there's going to be a couple different links. One of them actually has to do with bok choy. Uh, good grief, I just said bok chow. Bok choy, the nutrition, the benefits, the risks, and how to eat it. And of course, this can be sauteed. I actually made a veggie chili on Saturday. We had the youth group over from church. And I love, love, love to add bok choy to my vegetarian chilies. And this is where I use the leaves. I just chop it up, throw it in there. It is absolutely fantastic. And then, so that's one way that it's cooked. Another, you can just lightly saute it. I will add it to quinoa and other vegetables as if you're, say, making a stir fry. That's a great way to prepare it. It's easy, less than 20 minutes. I would say probably closer to 15, if that even. And then and then raw. And I also add this in the mornings to my protein smoothies. Going back to this particular article, this is from Healthline. I'm going to attach this link. And it's absolutely fantastic. So at the very top, when you open this article, you're able to click on nutrition, you're able to click on health benefits, potential side effects, how to eat it. And then of course, there's a bottom line. Potential side effects. If you are on a blood thinner, this is not something that you want to eat three or four times a week. And the reason why is because it is packed with vitamin K that will clot your blood. Same thing with spinach. If you're taking a blood thinner, your your doctor has probably said, hey, stay away from spinach, stay away from kale. So kale, bok choy, spinach, those, those vegetables are all packed with vitamin K. So they're good for you. It just depends upon where you are health-wise as to how much you should have. So when we click on, I'm going to go through this here. This is just a quick rundown where it says bok choy is very nutritious. And this is, let's see, one cup, it says 70 grams. So just one cup, and this is shredded bok choy. So some nutritional info, the calories are nine, Total fat, of course, is zero grams. Total gram, you're only getting one gram of sugar. It has fiber. Calcium, 6% of the daily value, which I don't go by our standards, but I do like the fact that it has some calcium. You're getting iron, magnesium, potassium, zinc, vitamin C. So this is something that I absolutely love. And I didn't realize it was this much until I read this article. And I want to share this with you. Vitamin C, of course, as we know, is great for the immune system, 35% and one cup of shredded bok choy. That's actually quite a bit. That's absolutely fantastic. And then vitamin K, 
here's your vitamin K amount, 27%. So if your platelets are low, if you are going through the big C and your platelets are low, uh, this is a great way to get your platelets up. This, this does assist with platelet increase. Uh, the last time, and this is exactly why I started having the nosebleeds, because I was low on my vitamin K, and my platelet count was only 154. The lowest, and this is the very lowest that our platelet count should be is 150. So you can tell during that month of October, when and November, when I just stopped, I would say probably for a month, I didn't even have bok choy, my platelets really dropped. Um, in February, I believe my platelet count was right around 187. I think it was that in May as well, right around 180, if I'm not mistaken. Go back in February on the 7th, and I'll have all of my blood tests done again. And so after that, of course, I'll give you guys all an update. But I know that my platelet count is certainly going to be higher than 154. Plus, I'm also feeling better. I have more energy. Again, I'm just back to eating the way that I was and prepping food the way that I should have been during October and November, and even the beginning of December, and I really got away from that. Anytime that we have a significant life event, such as a move, anytime we have a significant life event, things are always going to change. And it, and it was just a great reminder that even when we're going through significant changes, it is so important to eat healthy and to take care of ourselves, that just has to be at the forefront. And let's see here, I want to click, I'm going to click back up here, I want to go to how to eat it. Because I've mentioned putting it in soups, just having it raw, throwing it in a smoothie, sauteing at the very top here, it is well, bok choy is known as an as an Asian cuisine. So stir fries, it does mention stir fries, soups, that's how it is most often cooked. And then some other ideas for preparing and eating bok choy, it says to chop it, saute it. Oh, they said ginger is a great uh, side dish or on top of it. And again, that that's where that comes in. It's uh, the Asian, especially if you have any of your restaurants that you go to, it'll always be served usually with pickled ginger. Pickled ginger is, is well known. Let's see, dice it, add it to any of your Asian inspired soup recipes, shred it and toss with other vegetables to make a raw salad. I actually have not added it. Oh, well, let me see here. Yes, I actually have because I've added the leaves. I haven't added the stalk, but I've added the leaves to some of my salads. And then cook it in a pan with bell peppers, carrots, broccoli. Now, I actually stay away from carrots. And the reason why is because of the sugar content in carrots, even though it's natural, carrots are prone to inflammation. So I actually, it's not very often that I have carrots, even though they're very healthy for you. Again, it just depends upon where you are health wise, and what you are trying to minimize. And since I'm trying to minimize inflammation in my body, naturally, I'm not going to have a lot of carrots. And then it does say slice them lengthwise, drizzle with olive oil and salt, and then you can roast them in the oven. Let's see, place it, oh, use in place of lettuce, yep, or other leafy greens on a sandwich. And then you can add it to 
<laughs> now on here, it does say to add to fried rice. Y'all know me. That is not something I would ever recommend in a million years. I am not a fan of fried foods. And I also stay away from rice. I stay away from white rice. I don't do that at all. My go-to is quinoa. I love, love, love quinoa. It's a fantastic grain. It is gluten-free. And again, that way I have the gluten-free. I think in, in a serving of quinoa, I believe there's only a gram of sugar, if I'm not mistaken. Again, it's just quinoa. I also add to my soups, vegetarian chilies. Anytime I'm making a vegetarian chili, I just add one cup of uncooked quinoa. It is absolutely fantastic. You will really like, makes it just like a good, hearty, healthy soup. That is my info on bok choy today. And I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that and share that. As always, reach out. I love to hear all of the different things that you are cooking, uh, any recipes that you would like to share. Pass them on to me, please. If you have other ideas for bok choy, please pass that on. And with this coming new year, actually, uh, toward the end of January, I'm going to be working with a group of individuals, you're more than welcome to reach out to me, it is going to be a beta group for and we're going to be following the book eat to live and that is by Dr. Furman. I love 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 this book. One of my friends Craig sent this to me. And it was shortly after my diagnosis back in January of 2019. So we are coming up on four years now that I have had CLL or my diagnosis that I've known about it anyway. I had it longer, but since it was brought to my attention through blood tests, it was January 15th, 2019. If you're new to this podcast, you can actually go back and listen to the trailer. I talk about CLL and how this came about as far as finding out about the CLL and a couple of other episodes as well. But... I am going to be doing a four week live with some individuals at a beta group. And I'm looking for about 10 individuals to be involved with this group and for us to work our way through the book Eat to Live. So again, please reach out through the Facebook community. You can also email me at infinitemindfulness2020 at gmail. Anytime, of course, please message me through, through Facebook Messenger. And you all have a great day. And I'm also wishing you just an amazing month. Let's begin this month with health and wellness. And as always, thank you all for listening and sharing. Please download and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to this weekly podcast, y'all. If you would like to share your story, favorite quote or scripture, please DM me or take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at gritgracemindfulness. You can also send an email to gritgracemindfulness at gmail. Until next time, have an amazing week.